Welcome to the first episode of Cut the Music, a podcast where we've listened to a song and we're about to talk about what the hell about that song, good and bad. I'm one of your hosts, Cody Deering, here with my co-host. Ed Reed. Hi, I'm the other co-host of this show. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Fancy by Reba McIntyre. Recorded in 1990, but a hit as high as number eight uh, on the Billboard country charts in 1991. Uh, And this song is a cover song of a song by Bobby Gentry uh, from 1969. It's like a funkier version of this song did you listen to it ed oh absolutely i mean i did not know this was a cover that is news to me uh, which, yeah. which gives me some questions well yeah and <laughs> yes which i'm sure we'll talk about uh bobby gentry received a grammy nomination for best female pop performance for this song so a pretty notable song um and reba mcintyre wanted to record it as early as 1984 but her producer jimmy bowen uh was against it and when she changed producers to tony brown in 1990 she recorded it for her album rumor has it tony brown knows what's up (laughs) yeah tony brown so uh we're just going to talk kind of back and forth we each have three things of note and we're going to take turns counting up three two to our number one thing of note that we wanted to talk about about this song um so ed would you like to go first in this episode or a listener out there if you haven't heard this song you Please stop this podcast. Turn it off. I mean, if you don't ever come back to it, go listen to Revis. <laughs> go listen to Fancy. You're going to be glad you did. And then come back to us. Don't come back to us. Uh, you know, uh, if you don't want to go listen to the song right now, I'll give you a little taste of it. It goes kind of like this. Again, we can't get too close to it. We're worried about that copyright yeah. ding. But yeah, yeah, this is Reba McIntyre's it's a taste. Fancy. It's okay. a taste. That's the chorus. So I'll go first. My number three thing I want to talk about is just to get it out of the way, the subject matter. <laughs> yeah, what's this song about? It, I listened to this song, I want to say like a hundred times, <laughs> just like growing up on the radio yeah. around, you know, and it, the only thing that got through to me was that the chorus is like, here's your one chance, fancy don't, <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know? Yep, yep, yep. Th- this song is about a mom yeah. turning out. Is that an okay? Is that fair to this song? Um, I mean, that is that's definitely your takeaway for the first couple of verses. Um, my my number three about this song, which sort of uh, leads into uh, and also touches on your your topic on this song, is like, why is this song called Fancy? This is a very depressing sort of uh, slice of life, uh, mom and daughter. Uh, des- dire straits, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and again, it's a cover. So did Reba McIntyre want us to think that this is her life? Sure. I mean, it is It is first person. <laughs> yeah, and she's yeah, she's adopted this story, and it's so horribly dark. Um, there's a line in this song that, again, until I printed out the lyrics and really took a close look at uh-huh. it, I didn't even know this line was in the song. The line is, she said, You're, this is the mom speaking yeah. to her daughter, Fancy, who on her 18th birthday, she's bought... Or spent all of her money on a fancy red dress for her. Yep. And yep, yep. Uh, makeup. And she says to her, Your paws run off. I'm real sick. And the baby's going to starve to death. <laughs> yeah. That line is in the song. The baby. The baby is going to starve <laughs> to death. Uh, and then later. Wow. And, and later in the song, like, she's thinking back and, and it turns out like the government came and took the baby we don't even learn the baby's sex like nope the baby she doesn't go and try and find her young brother or sister out in the world uh and she's 18 yeah 18 <laughs> the- years old uh so listening to this song right the the structure of it is sort of 
the, the mom is like pulling the daughter aside. She got her all this nice stuff. You hear the chorus, which is like, fancy, don't let me down, you know? And you're like, don't let me down how? What's gonna, what are you gonna do? Like, what's gonna happen? She puts on the dress. The dress is like cut all the way up to her hip. It's all very suggestive. And then the next thing that happens is fancy just leaves. (laughs) Fancy does not uh, uh, go through with the, the, the the sort of, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it, the, prosti- the prostitution angle. Yeah, she just leaves. And so apparently there's like a fourth verse of this song that's cut out on the radio, mm. which in, if you watch the music video or listen to the, the album version, the that's where she gets her redemption. So Bobby Gentry said that she thought that this was her strongest um, feminist statement or women's lib statement Dope. Uh, in yeah. a song. You know, it, she's like, if you really listen to it, she's, I guess taking matters into her own hands. Sure. Uh, and she's, as her mom says, I guess nice to the gentleman. So the gentleman will be nice to her. And she says she charmed a king, a congressman, an occasional arist- aristocrat. And she's got her Georgia mansion now. So it sounds like she's... A king? <laughs> she char- a king? Oh, yeah. What, ki- what king of what? <laughs> what king of what? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. A king. There aren't that many kings. Yeah, so... I mean, I guess it's good for that she's changed her yeah. social standing, but there, I just feel like this mom, there were other ways. There were other ways. There's not other jobs or other things. When you're 18, I mean, she could just leave. She, she could just go get a job. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe take the baby with her since she's not sick and dying, you know, leaving it there with your dying mom. Oh, it's just, it's it's dire, man. It's just bleak. <laughs> the, whole, this, the world of this song uh, is just not quite the world that you want it to be based yeah. on that uh that snappy production yeah, which we're going to talk about all that ever got through to me was here's your one chance fancy just the catch of the yeah. chorus they, yeah. uh i saw a video of kelly clarkson and reba still singing this song just a duet back yeah. and forth and it's not a great duet it's super dark <laughs> yeah so this brings me to my number two which is the music video for this oh song. man yeah i so i'm not super familiar with the music video you're probably gonna have to uh help me out a little bit on this one i do definitely remember that it's got that kind of shadowy uh blue 90s vibe yeah right <laughs> yeah dark shadows yeah a lot of looks almost black and white or it's a weird sort of color mm-hmm. palette and it's basically reba mcintyre the beginning of the video is like a sketch where she's in a cab with the cab driver's like oh fancy ray baker i can't believe you're from around here and she just zones that out as she has horrifying <laughs> flashback memories oh. where she sees the ghost of her mom saying like fancy <laughs> oh boy it's terrifying <laughs> oh my god and it and like at the end she is revisiting the home because she's even though in the lyric she says like yeah i you know i don't People want to call me a hypocrite or yeah. or these hit self-righteous hypocrites want to put me down. But all I made myself better. All I have to deal with is the horrible sound of my mom's voice ringing in my ears. <laughs> and that's what we oh. see in the music video. So it's just so dark. So dark. It feels like maybe even an attempt at an awards song. Like a little Oscar Beatty kind mm. of Grammy Beatty yeah. darkness. Going, going for the grit. Going for the... Uh... The, the 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 dark role yeah i get mm-hmm. it yeah so the music video of this song for for me it was just insane um ed your number two my number two on fancy is uh i sort of mentioned this a little bit ago the production on this song kind of totally rules like it's a pretty mm-hmm. well put together song uh the one thing that sticks out to a lot of people and i mean it's also the fact that 
uh, it's the one part that everybody knows. The key change into the chorus, just like, is pretty awesome. Like, it just totally snaps into this different minor key, and and you're and you're rolling, you know, mm-hmm. you're 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 there, you're fancy, you know what I mean? You're feeling fancy in that moment. I had fun listening to this song a dozen times. Yeah, man, it, it holds up. It holds up super good. I think uh, at a certain point I was like, that's enough. But in my mind, I was like, I don't want to ruin this song for me because yeah, I, I like. I, this I probably song. still could a little bit. I didn't even. I didn't even. I don't. I'm not smart enough about music to know to have recognized the key change. But I did. Come notice. on, man. Don't sell yourself short. It's okay. cool. I'm pretty music guy. You're a pretty music guy. The uh, I love the restraint up to the chorus. Oh, it, yeah. It sounds almost like fake steel guitar in the recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but live, it, it, I think it plays much better, that kind of like building up to the chorus. And then when the chorus kicks in, yeah. the first time we don't even get the whole chorus. We just get the, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down a couple of times. Yeah. We, don't, we don't get the forgive me for what I do. Oh, until the... F- Ooh, the forgive me for what I do. Uh, and it's so it's got so much like Reba personality. Again, the original song is funky but yeah just the like forgive me for what i do that's yeah, good man uh, like uh so yeah cody what's your number one for fancy all right well so my number one again appreciate the instrumentation love the lyrics love the surprise and mm-hmm. how much depth they have under closer inspection my number one thing about this is the live performance of this song so reba considers this her signature hit even though it's a, a cover song which is an interesting sure uh, yeah sort of choice but uh she's when she plays this live, it's her encore, her closer. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, like, saves it. She knows everybody wants to hear it. She goes backstage. They, they I don't know if they reset the stage cool. in, to look like the video, like a shitty shack, and she comes out in this big black coat, you know? So have, you have seen Reba do this song live. I wish. I watched. Oh, videos. There's a good video. Cool. And, uh, she is all black coated, like singing the song. And then at the end of the song, when she cuts loose, she takes the black coat off and she's wearing like a fancy red dress under it. Everybody goes nuts. Everybody she goes nuts. Goes center stage, stands on a porch, and a la jo- uh, uh, Garth Brooks flies the porch out over the audience. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she was. It was that 1990s country, like amazing. The only thing left for me to do is fly is, out over the audience. Is all of a sudden I'm flying out over the audience. So, the, so Kanye is is doing basically that now, really? right? That's kind of what Kanye is doing right now. Uh, Kanye's uh, current stage setup is just that he is on a stage over the audience. I think the whole time. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh, but yeah, uh, he's ripping off Reba on that one, guys. I wonder. I don't even know if she did it first, and then Garth Brooks did it, or who knows when this concert was. Who knows? Know? Yeah. But that's my number one thing is just the live performance of this song. I I would go nuts over if I was there in person. It's man, it, it's so high, like country, over the top, big production. Yeah. I really appreciate it, Ed. It's a super good one. Uh, my number one thing on Fancy it was very personal. Uh. It just reminds me so strongly of the, the like, one year in my childhood when my dad got super into country music, and it was, like, all he listened to. Where are you from? I am from Ellington, Connecticut. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm from uh, the Dallas, Texas area. Sure. All right. So, so country music, yeah, big part of me. Yeah, riding around in dad's truck. Yeah. Or before country music, was it riding around in the truck listening to something else? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, my dad is sort of a musical, he's a musical dude, you know okay. what I mean? He's, he's had lots of different phases in his, uh, in his musical life. And uh, it was just such a strong 
like phase you mm-hmm. know what i mean like whereas all the other ones have sort of bled together and he's always been sort of into you know jazz and classic rock and all that kind of stuff it was just like i'm gonna listen to only country music for one year and then i'm done you know wow awesome <laughs> like i'm gonna take you to see clint black mm-hmm. at the Big E. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do that, and we're gonna listen to Reba McIntyre. We're gonna listen to Garth Brooks. I'm gonna get super hardcore into it. I'm gonna drive everybody a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play fancy, like a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing about it is sort of, th- I mean, that time period in country music was was really good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that was a good time to be into country music. The production's good. The songwriting was super quality. The simplicity had been sort of like understood and lifted to its height before it kind of became somewhat of the parody of itself that it is now yeah you know uh, in in my mind you know again i like i like the song i had a big country music phase as well growing up the sort of like top 40 country hits would be playing on the weekend around the house and that I, I, this music more than anything yeah i associate associate with sort of riding around growing up with my dad so maybe that is what keeps this a warm thing for me when really this is kind of a bonkers song this is a bonkers song <laughs> i mean the the whole sum total of my experience with this song is just like i remember hearing it i could i could see if you told me uh just like what sing the chorus from fancy like it's not gonna take me very long you know mm-hmm. what i mean i'm right there i'm with you and then the deeper you get into it it's just like that was her biggest hit this was her biggest hit was this like super harrowing uh cover <laughs> uh just like dark life real stuff you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. man yeah, what a jam it's beautiful yeah and ed final question for you are you ready to listen to Reba's Fancy one more time or never again? Oh, oh, one more time. Play it again for me, too, and I'm on the same page. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. We're trying to keep them short out there for you. Uh, if you want to support us, you can follow us on Facebook.com slash CutTheMusicPod. You can follow us on Twitter.com slash CutTheMusicPod. Ed, where can people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at BreadTweed. Like, it rhymes with my name. Like, Ed and Reed, Bread and Tweed. Cool, and remember, you can post songs that you want us to talk about on our Facebook. You can tweet them at us, or you can email us at cutthemusicpodcast at gmail.com. So that's it for this episode. Again, thank you so much for listening out there. We appreciate it. Until next time, hit me with the horns, 20. 